Good evening, ballers. Welcome to the 37th episode of The Step Back. 37. Man, Confirmed. Yeah, I, I did. I, I, I got, had the number wrong last time. I said 35. We're on 37. Okay. 37. Your host, Leon Tonkin, my main man, Jacob Moses, and our special guest this evening from Pod Jobbers, superstar, CL Kid, Charles Martinez. How you doing, bro? Great, guys. Definitely love being on here. Oh, man, it's good having you on, man. Uh, we had some good energy last time. Uh, unfortunately, you're a Celtic fan, but, you know, always love your energy, your input. Just a real, a real treat to have you on. You're, you're a, a, a New Jersey Nets fan or a Brooklyn Nets fan? I forget. <laughs> I forget which. I forget how how, how legit. I'm making sure how legit it was for that Celtics jab. <laughs> well, uh, you know, you should be thanking me for Tatum and uh, some other some other guys who've been blowing up for you. So I'm thanking you for taking away Kyrie. Uh, you can have Kyrie. <laughs> <laughs> oh man last time you left off it was thanksgiving you're, you're, uh, time you know, time of uh thanksgiving thanks and we had our good friend uh ray on lakers fan celebrating his championship uh like thank him for coming on before and you know yeah he provides some real real insight good energy and this week we got our good friend co kid charles martinez um, we're going to get into a lot of the, uh, a lot of the statements made in the league this week, top 10 rankings, top five duos. How you guys feeling? Oh man, that's, I'm ready to do this, man. I did this shit in like a good, like a whole hour sitting on it thinking, okay, okay, I got it. I did 10. I had to do, I had to do more than five. Five was just, it wasn't enough. So we got to bring the smoke here. But, um, yeah, I definitely – it took a little bit because the additions and subtractions of the team. So it was kind of – I'm like, damn, I got to put them here in the rankings and put them there. But I'm ready to go, man. This should be a good one. Yeah, man, I didn't know you guys yeah. had a Lakers fan on last week. I definitely have to come, yeah. uh, come, a, little, <laughs> come a little harder now. I mean, <laughs> damn, I can't stand them. But, hey, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's that was the last thing i wanted to happen and and, and the nba does that to me it's like uh, who do you want to win not them okay we're gonna go with them it's always the team i hate that wins never get anything <laughs> how do you feel about uh the offseason moves boston made i love the offseason moves i thought we were overloaded in the small forward position with the wings and not you know you can never have too many three and d type players not that gordon hayward is a super defensive guy but you know he, he moves well on the court um but just too many guys that do the same things. You know, Jalen Brown before was more of like a – not really a defender, but that was his role on our team. Um, now that he's developed his game, you know, working with T-Mac and, and whatnot, it's – we don't really need a Hayward, honestly, especially with that amount of minutes logged and no bigs. So I, I like the moves to bring in Teague, have somebody off the freaking bench that can, that can ball handle. No offense to Wanamaker. He improved, but let's be honest. And Smart's not a true point guard, so that's a great pickup. And um, I'm forgetting who we picked up, uh, big man here, Blanken. Got rid of. 
Yeah, yeah, we got rid of yeah, got rid of uh, Cantor, Brong, and Thompson. That's a, that's a good pickup too. You know, he's he's a bit of a diva sometimes, but still, you know, you can never have too many big men that can move in front of a small, you know, a small in front of a small forward and small of shooting guards because we we need bigs that can rotate bad. So this is I'm liking this roster a lot. Yeah, I, I like what they did considering like you look in a division. This division is loaded with big men. Uh, Philly, Brooklyn, even the Knicks got some like uh, serviceable big men. So Boston really had to improve their front court in order to really contend. I, I thought they were a big away from uh, at, at least going to the finals, but um, they addressed their needs. Yeah, yeah, I agree fully. That though, like I said, I'm, I don't know if you guys remember back then. It's like the only teams I don't want to play is freaking Miami or Milwaukee, and you know it came down to one of those two. We lost. We lost anyway because I just we don't beat we don't beat Miami even though we match up well with them. We just don't. And uh, Milwaukee is just you know Giannis is I, I'm a, a Giannis hater, and I always hear analysts you know not hater because he's still a stud, but you know what I mean. Uh, you know, everyone's always on the Giannis bandwagon, but I always say come playoff time, half court sets, he's going to do nothing, but man, he'll kill us. We got no size. So I'll take Thompson. I will take him. If we're not going to get a Kevin Love or somebody, fine. Yeah. Not my, uh, no. <laughs> um, have any of you guys looked at the, uh, the schedule so far? Any, any games you guys have like, Circle. Besides Christmas, I haven't really looked at it. Yeah, same. Yeah, same here. I just, but I am looking forward to the Christmas schedule. It's pretty. It's pretty packed. So. You know, it's funny. Just, just because it's you, I always I, first thing I see anytime I see a Christmas schedule when I don't see the Knicks on there, even though that makes sense, <laughs> it, it, it it always breaks my heart a little bit because I, you know, as much as people hate it on him, because you know me and I know you love Carmelo Anthony. Carmelo Anthony always got the Knicks a Christmas game. Absolutely. Always. Always. Mm-hmm. So, like, I'm so, I got so used to that. So, when I don't see the Knicks on there, I'm always like, ah, damn. Even though he's not going to be on there, you know. But still, I'm always, yeah, I'm always a little hurt. I'm like, damn. Yeah, they were, they were there for a while. They were. I mean, it was, it was nice to see them, especially when they were actually playing well. But now it was just, yeah, we'll put them on national team unless it's like a COVID outbreak or something. And they have yeah. to put a game on there. Yeah, yeah. Don't, don't do it to you. No, nah, they'll, they'll show some like repeat Rafael Nadal match before they throw the Knicks on there. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Yeah, you know it's funny you mentioned Melo because he won. Brandon Roy apparently gave him the go ahead to take number seven in Portland, and mm. apparently he's trying to throw back and put bring his braids back, uh, thinking he can turn back the hands of time. Yeah, I, I I didn't see that. Maybe I should have brought wore my uh, Brandon Roy jersey for this, or a Melo jersey, either <laughs> one. You know, <laughs> but Syracuse yeah, lost last night, so I didn't think about it. I was kind of annoyed. <laughs> so I just go with Celtics. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they. Yeah, maybe it'll bring back some of his athleticism too. Man. You never know. I mean, yeah, he need, yeah, I don't know. He's that's a strange, <laughs> strange character. That mid range guy. Hey, it works. Uh, man. Nothing like the mid-range game. Jab, step, jab, step, jumper. Yeah. Uh, elbows over the head first. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Still my favorite player in the league right now. I mean, he showed a lot uh, in the bubble. He's still clutch. 
and and now he's finally come to realization, you know, many years too late that he's much better coming off the bench. You know, pride, ego, maybe mm-hmm. got in the way, but he's coming to realize that as game's team, he can serve his purpose off the bench and still get his minutes, get his points up. Um, I'm I'm glad he went back to Portland. He has a legit shot at the ring. Absolutely. Yeah, it was no doubt where he should have went. I mean, I heard the little rumblings, oh, the Knicks, you know, if we didn't get Chris Paul, somebody else wasn't happening. And I really didn't want him to come back to New York because it was just going to be all about him pretty much. And then, Tom, you know, Thibodeau's going to have to play him instead of playing somebody like Knox just to see what he has. And then it just would have been a, a mess. So, like you said, I'm glad he's back with, you know, Dame, CJ, Nurkic, all of them. It's, they can make a run. I don't believe in them at all, but they still have a nice roster. They're cute. I'll give them that. I think Dame Dame is a uh, more flash than cash. No offense. I just made that up. I like that. But no, uh, <laughs> it's just they. I love Lillard, but it, you know that I, I'll never let go of that Warrior series when they were all banged up and there was a chance for the Blazers, and then it got swept, like swept. And I know you lost the Pelicans the year before, swept also. Like damn. I don't know. It's hard, man. I was on the Dame bandwagon like a little early. So, I, you know, he let me down and made me look bad a few times. So, you know, just because he's shooting from half court now doesn't mean I, I got to gotta believe. So, I'm a little hurt. I'm a little hurt. I, I saw him practicing the half court shots. <laughs> oh, man. No, I'm rocking. I've been rocking for this rookie year. I just kind of followed him a little bit. And then I just, the dude is tough as nails. And he can carry a team for the most part, yeah. you know, until he got to L.A. Until <laughs> L.A. they were like, okay, you got a game? Enough said. That was yep. enough. Yeah, that, damn it. Every time, too. They always win that first. These LeBron opponents, they love to win that first game and, and give you yep. a little, like, hope. <laughs> like, damn it. <laughs> always got to lose. Oh, well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's starting to sound a lot like uh, PG coming up with a lot of excuses. Um, oh man, I see how it is. <laughs> I yeah, see how it is. Yeah. I didn't have any excuses. <laughs> I, 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 I mean, he he answered it. Oh, he damn did. Oh, he's got an excuse every freaking place he goes. Oh, well. I mean, he came out, said it was Doc's system. He's not JJ Reddick. He's not Ray Allen. Yeah, we know you're not Ray Allen. We know you're not JJ Reddick. But you're a top fifteen player in the league. What's the deal? Stop. You know. Not the coach, take some accountability. Yeah, and that play calling, you know, like uh, you know, here in Orlando, you know, Terrence Ross comes off this that curl really strong and pulls the three, but when he comes in off that with that speed after shooting once or twice, and the defense starts to read it, and they continue to run that curl, he has the ability to just one dribble and go forward and go for that floater or you know make the pass to the next slasher, and it, it starts to work, but he doesn't do it. Like why doesn't PG come off those screens the way he's talking about? put the ball on the floor and attack because now you got people cheating the screens going under, you know, staying under trying to cheat over and he could just slash right to the paint and it'd be a two on one on the basket every time. But I don't know. He's just soft. I just, I'm done with his soft ass. <laughs> that was MVPG. Remember that was Indiana Paul George. Yeah. Indiana Paul George. It's except for that yeah. last shot where he bricked off the backboard against who was that Miami or whatever. I loved Indiana Paul George. Yeah. He was, he never, he never really made excuses. No. That pretty much was it. Come help me. 
No. Hey, no. Jason yeah. Kidd over there. Get yeah, it, it's like, Kidd. Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. Yeah, can you go for it? Well, he's gonna have to then, <laughs> well, Indiana PG said he had no help. That's why. He, that's why he wanted out. That's what it was. Yeah, after yeah, that's what no, it was. Yeah. he was fine after the whole Eastern Conference final. He's like, oh yeah, we're doing it. And then all of a sudden, the rambling started happening. It didn't really give him help. I, you know, I give him that. But dude, you gotta perform too. And Oklahoma City, you know, Westbrook was pretty much he had, PG had his moments. Yes. But we all know that was Westbrook and everybody else. Then you come over to the Clippers. Oh, homecoming. We talked to each other. Me and Kawhi, we wanted to do this for our city. Blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden, well, you want to play Like you said, you're a top 50 player in the league. There is no reason why you should be making excuses. And I don't know. I used to like the guy. Now he's just... Fuck out of him. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah, he's he's changed, man. He's definitely changed, and maybe he never changed. He just never had a platform to speak in early on in Indiana. Then he just decided to open his mouth. He should have never did that. <laughs> so, oh well. I mean, that, that's not true. He always said he wanted to retire as Pacers. No, I'm yeah, sorry, as, as a Thunder. As a Thunder. Oh no, you meant the Clippers. My bad. My bad. <laughs> oh, you meant he never wanted to go to the NBA at all. He just wanted to retire in college, in high school, and and you know, middle school. <laughs> Damn middle school coach. <laughs> but the but the best response was from Doc later in the week saying, "Well, uh, Ty Lue was there. Think anything's gonna change? <laughs> He's sitting right next to me. Yep. Facts. Major facts. Nothing. Yeah, nothing's changing. So enjoy those enjoy those curls. Yep." I, I love coming off a damn curl. You can do so much with it. I don't know why a guy with that skill set can't. Makes no sense. He's too busy hitting the yeah. side of the back. Oh, terrible. What a full job. <laughs> <laughs> never, never full job. You know, apparently he's been passed around the league. Once yours, now mine. Kyrie Irving. Uh, hmm. Mm-hmm. Makes a lot of makes a lot of comments, makes a, a lot of statements. I mean, no comments to the media because he's doing a media bo- boycott. Came out with a statement and said he does not want to be misconstrued, so he'll let his actions on and off the court do the talking. What up? You had Kyrie in Boston. What's your what's your take on Kyrie? Kyrie does not move the ball around. That's my take on Kyrie. Every, every time, what's up? My oh, my brother's in here. What up? Do a podcast. Get out of here. No, but Kyrie, yeah, he never moves the ball around. You see, there's a play. I think it was against Toronto, but it could have been against Philly, where you had Al Horford clapping for the ball at the top of the. And this is you know some years back, obviously. You had Al Horford clapping at the top of the key, looking for the movement, and then just giving him the flailed arms with like eight seconds left in the shot clock because Kyrie's just isoing with his back to, I mean, he's got amazing ball handles, but he's not moving the ball around and that's the Celtics way, you know, it's throwing everything off. It kind of pissed me off, even though he came in as like my favorite point guard in the league. And now, you know, that's not definitely not the case. So good luck with that. And you have KD who is too passive. So that's not going to work out. 
you and your weird Nets team is going to uh, be interesting for sure. KD is a killer. <laughs> KD is a killer, but but he's only a killer when he's on teams that create crazy amount of space. Where was the killer KD and Thunder? It wasn't there. So we'll see what he we'll see what he does. We'll see what he does. He wasn't doing anything in in OKC. Remember those Grizzlies? Remember those Grizzlies series? He was getting locked down with Tony Allen. He wasn't doing anything. He had like four missed shots at the end of games. Every overtime, he had a missed shot. He always deferred. I don't know if he has it in him to be a a full on stud with a Kyrie next to him. Who's they're gonna do that whole mellow Iverson take turns thing? But uh, if they want to beat the Lakers, I'm fine with that. I mean, well, we'll see how it's gonna be because you know since Katie's the he never had a player like as clutch as KD on his team, as he said. Um, I had a big problem with that. I'm like, dude, yes, you hit the shot against, you know, in the finals. But, you know, anybody remember, what a block by Jay? You didn't yeah. do that shit. You didn't chase Iguodala then. That was game right there if Iguodala drops that. You, I mean, dude, just shut your mouth. You're good. One of the best players in the league. Play ball. Don't open your mouth. But they just – and the whole LeBron thing, I'm hurt. Man, shut up. You're grown. You shouldn't be hurt about that. You you know what that's all about. That was kind of fragile to me. Ooh, it was – anyway. Now, back to Kyrie. Just, dude, everywhere you go, you complain. And he had the nerve to complain in Cleveland. That's point one. First of all, if it wasn't for LeBron, your asses would have been still winning 13, 14 games and, and a lot of every single year. And then you wait to say this on a podcast while the finals is going on. Let me, let's say that again. Let's run it back. The finals is going on. That That's pretty, that's pretty bad. <laughs> like, dude, you're hating while he's busting ass in the play in the finals about to win his fourth, won his fourth chip. Like, come on now. It just makes you look really bad and salty. And, it's not a good look whatsoever. Yeah. I mean, LeBron will, you know, cry while he's driving right by you in his Porsche. So I'm pretty sure he'll be all right. Yep. <laughs> Definitely with you on that, that one. <laughs> but like, yeah, I just... But like, as far as Kyrie goes, he, he's a moody guy. Um, I, I think he's misunderstood. We had a whole episode on him before. Mm-hmm. So he he gives to charity. He gave up a million and a half to the WNBA. So I mean, he did. I mean, he also made a big uh, fuss about the bubble. Wanted to create his own league. So you take him at his word. You, you kind of like, what is he talking about? But if you take his actions off the court, you think he's genuine, but then you think he's disingenuous. So I guess <laughs> if you you bypass all that by just not talking to anybody. Um, mm-hmm. I kind of get it. But, you know, if you listen to Stephen A. Smith, it's a contractual obligation. And, you know, who takes any stock in what Stephen A. says? I mean, I just think Kyrie always wanted to play with his best friend. And so did Kevin Durant. And they finally have two people together that actually want to ball together. Kevin Durant was an outlier. And not an outlier in terms of skill, but in terms of being part of the locker room in Golden State. And so now he gets his own spot with his buddy. Kyrie wanted his own team. Winning wasn't everything to him. He wanted to be the person that caused the winning. So he wasn't going to get that with LeBron there. So now they finally have a spot where they can both share that platform. So maybe maybe he'll behave. Maybe he'll pass. Maybe he'll do all these things we're not saying. You know, there are times where his he was, what, right, last in defensive efficiency at his position. And then he started rising up before the injury. Uh, with Boston even, um, but 
you know, it's just all about health with that team. Kyrie's banged up all the time. Kevin Durant's always, obviously, he's not always banged up, but he's coming off a serious thing. So, and the rest of the roster is pretty nice. But I, in terms of where you guys got them finishing in the East, not, I know the, the, the season is kind of like irrelevant. Usually you get teams like Indiana yeah. or Denver near the top just because they, they try for those seedings much harder. But realistically, where do you got them finishing in the East? Regular season. Top no, five. Okay, top three? No, 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 no. Not yet. No, I just – I'm not going to go that far. I mean, if they were coming off, like, healthy seasons, I'm giving them top three easily, but I'm going to say fourth or fifth. And, I'm, well, I'm going to stay with – hold on. I'm going to go fourth. Okay, so we're going to pretend We're going to pretend they're going to stay healthy. Let's go with yeah. that, first of all. So if they stay healthy, I'll give them <laughs> fourth right now. Fourth. So I'm assuming, okay. what, Milwaukee, Miami, or what do you got ahead mm-hmm. of them? And Boston? No, hell no. Oh, I knew you were going to do that. <laughs> down there. Um, yeah. Toronto? No, hell no. no, no. They, they're down with the ball. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they're consi- they stay consistent. They lost the soul, but so they're going to drop. So Milwaukee, Miami, I, Philly. You cannot. Philly, I can see them taking that third spot. I'm not got- a believer in that team at all, man. I, well, Philly- like the regular season, they can win the games. I mean, it doesn't matter. Obviously, we've seen Milwaukee get bounced. It didn't matter where you were. If you sucked in the playoffs, you were getting bounced. So, seeding's not going to matter. If I was the Nets, you know, I might, I might hang low. <laughs> hey, give me a set. Give me an AC. And they yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, they can – I'll say – Fourth or fifth in the East. That's what, fair. What about, what about Sleepy Nate over there? Are we sleeping on the, the Nets? Uh, apparently, apparently he is. Oh, you I got a finishing one. Spot. The oh. top spot. <laughs> I, I knew it. Saw top that spot. coming. Going for the number one spot. <laughs> that the <No>. Luda? <laughs> <laughs> Biggest threat is Milwaukee. I, I think health-wise, it's the deepest team in, in, in the East. And... You know, if that chemistry is what they say it is, I don't see anybody. I don't see any, anybody in the East topping them. Yeah, but when has any team come in with changes like that? That the chemistry is what it said it is. Like it, you usually start picking it up late in the year, and you go from like fifth to third or second. But teams like Milwaukee might take a step back in terms of how hard they push during the regular season, just because they haven't had the postseason success. So maybe they'll take some more rest days. I know there's going to be rules and stuff, but. You know, you got a team like Boston that already has – I mean, a Jeff Teague and Thompson, they're going to be easy to plug and play. So we're not really – our chemistry is still there, you know. And then who else do you say? Philly? Philly is – I don't even know what to think about Philly. They're always banged up. I don't really believe in them either way come postseason. But regular season, like you said, they can they'll, – they'll, yeah. they'll ball up. But if they're healthy, and we are assuming health here. So, you know, top four for sure, um, unless you get one of these, like, weird – pacer seasons or heat seasons where you know they, they do that that thing that they just randomly show up like pacers are always four or five somehow i don't understand it but always <laughs> i hate that like pacers raptors section but they're like oh, always yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think the one team that throws the monkey wrench in over is the, is the atlanta hawks i was just about to say that, <laughs> yeah, that they're contending uh, they're contending for eighth they, seed with washington yeah that's but still where they were they made just major changes with that squad, you know, if young Herder, you know, Cam Reddish, John Collins, you know, they got Rondo, 
picked up Gallinari. You know, you had Capella. Oh, with the accent there, too. I heard that. Gallinari. <laughs> you had that right there. But um, you basically, they Young wanted help, and they did what they had to do. And let's see what they can. Between them and Washington, it's going to be really interesting. Those are my two teams that they have so much young talent. And if they take that step and plus those playing games, it just makes it even better for us fans to watch games. You're going to love that. Yeah, playing games are the only way the Magic are going to get any kind of postseason run here. Damn it! Back to being back to being out of the out of the spot. Isaac out for the year. You know, I mean, you never know, but they're not. We're not as good as even Charlotte at this point with this without Isaac. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Bomba Isaac changes our Isaac changes our whole roster. We get Isaac in there. Yeah, I think we're a playoff him. team. Yeah, he's pretty good. And then Bomba. I like Bomba's okay. I'm kind of, I'm kind of done with Bomba. I'm not gonna lie. He's got no hands. Now he's he definitely overhyped to me. Um, we need a real big bounce back season from Aaron Gordon. Maybe he mm-hmm. might be a trade chip. I'm not sure. I, I pray he's a trade chip. I've not. I've been done with Aaron Gordon for three years. <laughs> hey, he finally got a little jumper. He, no, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. He's got the ugliest. <laughs> Ugliest, like, 2K, like, you know when you go to 2K, you go to shoot a three, but you hold on to the button too long, and it, like, slides up and shoots the mid-ranger, and then you, like, force the mid-ranger. That's the Aaron Gordon jumper. I can't stand his jump shot. He should be a slasher. He needs to go out west. I thought he should have been in Phoenix or even Golden State, but now he's going to be with the Magic again and again and again. We're just going to have Fournier, Vooch, and Aaron Gordon for the next 25 years. So tired of it. But those jerseys are going to be nice, though. Those jerseys are going to be yeah. fresh. They ain't going to be shit. But those jerseys are fine. <laughs> yeah, that's our legacy right there. Ever since Shaq left. <laughs> that pinstripe, man. Pinstripe Orlando jersey. It's a... Yeah, for sure. Yeah, like, look, look, after looking at the list of the City Edition jerseys from the offseason, I've come to grow on the Brooklyn one, actually. It, it's definitely – Really nice. Yeah, it's the Bosque. I like the Bosque touch to it. It's pretty cool. I'm not going to lie. I don't know which ones are which. I've seen so many fake ones out there that I don't even know which what's the real one anymore. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I know the magic, obviously, and stuff. And I've seen uh, at Boston's, mm-hmm. which is, you know, it's, it's, it's classic. Pl- they got a classic feel. Yeah, too. it's as plain as it. Like, it got even more plain than the already plain. <laughs> but... Other than them, I don't know which ones are real. <laughs> yeah, because I know I, I showed a Knicks one. It had like a Radio City theme, and apparently it was a Reddit edition, and that was way better than what they currently have. I, I liked that Radio City one. I forgot about it. I thought it was a real one. Now I'm disappointed. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. It, it was um, so I liked it the last time. I liked it better than this one. It Definitely, whatever. I ain't, I ain't getting. <laughs> yep. Thanks, though. <laughs> yeah, you, you mentioned before the, the Wizards. They made a trade Westbrook for Wall. Westbrook changed his number to four. Wall and Cousins reunite. Harden is still somewhere in the club. What do you make of the Wizards? And oh, with the jammer, you want to start that. I'll take it. I'll take it. Take it. Um, I like it. I like how, like, 
said they have a nice long team with, you know, you put Westbrook there, you can run the offense, Bill, he's a monster. You know, now he can kind of, he's going to do his thing anyway. But now he has a healthy, you know, sidekick. And you got Denny Avidra. You have Thomas Bryant. He's pretty good. You got Bertans back. That's your gunner. And you're going to need that. And who else they have on that squad? They have um, Hachimura. Love that kid's games. Tough as nails. Check my day. What? Are you crazy? It's okay. It's okay. Said, oh, he's going to be a double, double machine. And that's, at these times, you need that. And I'm a half court guy. If you can't play in the half court, I'm, <laughs> a, I'm, a, I'm a on you. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> no, they definitely make, I like the team. It was, actually, I, it's pretty much the same thing when you really look at it with Wall and Westbrook, you know. Eastbrook got Westbrook. I mean, it's pretty funny shit. But, um, but yeah, it's going to be a solid team. They're going to be fighting for the playoffs. And I can really see them getting in there. I don't know if they're going to make noise. I doubt it. But getting in the playoffs is a good start. I, okay, well, well first off, oh. so who, who do you got winning that trade? Uh, Right now, Washington. Because uh, Wall coming off that injury, that I mean, you well, so, start rupturing. It's oh no, you just don't know. You know what you're going to get from John Wall was coming back. We only saw. I've seen clips of him in Houston. You know, working out, doing this, looking. He looked good, but that's practice. We're talking about practice. But you know what you're going to get from Westbrook. He's going to get you your 23, 24. You know, maybe doing his little triple double thing again. His step. You know getting his numbers, his stat padding, as people say. I can't stand that. But um, he's actually – he's going to do well. You know what you're going to get. It's it's hard to judge, like, really compare when somebody's coming off a bad injury. It's just like KD. He can say he oh, – I feel 100%. Hey, yeah, you come down rolling your fucking Achilles and you go right back down You see what happens. But you just don't know. But right now, I'm going to say Westbrook. TBC. Not wrong with that. I actually like, uh, I mean, like you said, the health is, is a huge thing. But I actually like Wall's game beside Harden more than I like Westbrook's game behind Harden. And not to say the comparison between those two, but just the fit with the duos. I think Wall's ability to go, you know, he's always running max speed. But, mm-hmm. I mean, both those guys are. But Wall's ability to play in between speed over the past few years, uh, I don't know if that's because of the injuries or because of, like, the little nicked up and stuff. But – kind of has like that Dwayne Wade thing where he can play in between speeds if he has to. Um, kind of like a Paul Pierce, Dirk, these kind of guys were they're, they used to go on one speed. As they age, they started to develop that mid, mid-speed game. So I like Wall's mid-speed game besides Harden. Uh, I mean, if Harden <laughs> is even there, we don't even know at this point. Yeah, but um, I don't know. I, Westbrook and Beal, is that much different than Westbrook and Harden? You know, like you named, you named some other shooters, Bertans and, and some of those other guys are what's, – what's really the difference between the Rockets roster and the Wizards roster at this point? Uh, at this point? Wait, wait, if you uh, look at, you know, like Tucker is a corner shooter, right? So he's, he's – I know he's not a pure shooter, but he's a knockdown corner shooter in the league. Uh, what are you really getting improvement-wise for, for Westbrook? Does Westbrook step into a better situation here other than the fact that he's now the primary <laughs> ball handler? Like – I don't know if this yeah, – like, like, you compare – like, comparing last year's Rockets to this year's Wizards, 
What, what do you prefer? Which roster? Which team do you think is better? Mm-hmm. Like, I think the coaching is it, it, uh, different. You know, Westbrook yeah. and Scotty Brooks. In, we're not going to be running five out every time down. So, yeah. you know, they are. They will complement their system to their roster, which is why I think the Rockets. You're right. I think Will and Harden would be would be dynamic, but. Harden is also at his best when he has the ball in his hand, which is also the same thing as Wall. But then you run into the problem where Harden would break down the playoffs, and that's why they got three, three uh, a rotation of point guards to come through to try to uh, alleviate the uh, alleviate Harden from breaking down. Wall's going on. Harden's going on his third point guard. Would Demarcus Cousins help? Would Kristen Wood help? Would a change in offensive philosophy help? Possibly. Yeah, that Christian Wood pickup was. Yeah, that Christian Wood pickup was was solid. Cousins, I mean, I don't even know how to grade Cousins at this point, but (laughs) you know, like on paper, that's a nice roster if everyone stays happy and healthy. But it's just a matter of, uh, you know, Cousins is a six games a year kind of player at this point. Yeah. Nah. So. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I couldn't reach the mute button fast enough, but yeah, you know, it, it, it's okay. Oh dear, I, I know that's okay. When your team wins a championship once, maybe you'll learn to love someone too. <laughs> oh, shit, <man. laughs> I have to love him. He got me my one in my lifetime. <laughs> That was cold. Hey, I bought the DVD. I got the shirt. And I was like, <laughs> immediately, as soon as they won, I, I went online and made the call. <laughs> hey, I, I, I didn't lie, though. I won't lie, though, that this, that DVD was disappointing. It wasn't as good as it should have been. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it won't show any of the backstage uh, fights. You know, Rondo, Allen, those guys. We've been hearing about that OA championship forever. Uh-huh. Hey, man, I'm living on the 08. If I'm going to get this shirt, I'm going to get a little patch on the side just for you. Just because I, I don't know. I don't know when's the next time we're actually going to win. We just keep getting close. But I got to do what I got to do. Yeah. All right. I respect that. Harden, he's been going through his, his list of teams. First Brooklyn. Then uh, uh, what was the other one? Uh, really? No, before before Brooklyn. Before Brooklyn. Yeah, either way. No, Philly. It wasn't Philly. Might have been. I want to say it was Philly, then Brooklyn. Now they're talking about Philly again. Yeah. 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 Anyone think there's a legit shot of him going to Philly? Hell no. I I I I think Maury Maury right. That's what the GM. uh, Daryl Maury. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, He loves Ben Simmons. I don't. I don't really think he's gonna. You know, change that because as far as I know, Ben Simmons is pretty happy in Philly. You know, of course you would be. You hardly play now, so I'll be happy too. I was getting about to get banked for not playing. But other than that, would you really want a disgruntled dude right now? I mean, because you're gonna ha- who are you gonna give up? Please tell me who the hell is gonna be in that trade. Simmons is gonna have to be in that trade for them to even just pick up the phone and say, okay, let's think about it. And Brooklyn, honestly, as I, as I think about it. If you get, you're going to screw yourself. 
because you're going to have to give up. You know, I had this argument, oh, people saying Levert's not that good. I said, did you not watch? This is before the bubble. Before the bubble, the dude put the team on his back. This is before he, you know, he, broke, he, break, he almost broke his leg or something like that. Yeah. 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 He was balling. Like, how the hell are you going to? Oh, well, he's not that good. You must really don't watch basketball because that kid can play. And then you pretty much have a complete team where you got your primary ball handling, Kyrie. You have your backup, you know, ball handling. Anyway, corner store. Um, <laughs> you got Karen Savert, of course. You got Jared Allen, who's growing. And then you got the other kid, Claxton, behind him. Plus, you got DeAndre Jordan as a nice piece. Then you got Joe Harris that can shoot the lights out. You have a complete team. That this, why would you want to break that up? Harden's going to come in. Ah, 15 seconds on the clock. Okay. Dribble, 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 dribble. Ah, step back, step back, step back. Shoot. You know what the offense is going to be. It's just not going to it's – a, it's a bad fit. It would be kind of like the Thunder, Westbrook, Harden. Oh, Durant. Oh, excuse me. Oh, familiar? And they, they only got so far. But, yeah, just keep your team how it is. You constructed it to wave. You know, Nash can do his thing. And let Harden go somewhere else. I don't like He said yeah. some shit about the Knicks. Houston being the Knicks of the South. I don't. Come on now. Get the fuck out of here. Just because you're busy rolling out. I mean, you got to add on to us. You know what I mean? Nah, nah. He was trying. He was trying to set the set the jabs in case he went to the Nets. I know, right? He was, <laughs> yeah, he's like Spencer Dinwiddie had him on the phone. Listen, this is what you need to say since you might going to come here. I'm always yeah. talking shit about the Knicks, so you got to keep on adding on to that. But yeah, he's he's staying. Nobody's gonna. They hold no cards in any deal. Yeah, None. Simmons was the Simmons was uh, the the lead trade piece there. Simmons, mm-hmm. a pick, and somebody else to. Mm-hmm. You know, try to make that work. I, I don't think he's going anywhere. I think I actually the team that I I prefer him on most, but this would be in a in a like a free agent signing kind of way because nothing would work trade wise. Uh, would be Toronto. I think you got a guy that can shoot and score, that can ball handle on a team that oh. wants somebody like that with wing defenders that can knock down corner shots, and don't they don't have like a primary offense other than you know moving Van Viet around. I feel like that's a good fit for him there, but that's not going to happen, and they don't have. I don't want a trade piece. I just want it to be like a magical like roster exchange. Right? Just gotta take him and drag him on the roster. <laughs> and that that would work. But realistically, like he's not going anywhere. He's stuck. I mean, the Nets try to make that move, and like you said, you trade. I, I, I'm tired of hearing that Lavert and Dinwiddie are just like average players. Like they, you know, I'm not saying they're they're gonna carry the whole roster here, but those two guys for you to have Durant and Kyrie. And then, you know, they always say DeAndre Jordan's the big three. But he's not because those other two guys are definitely way better. But mm-hmm. to have those two guys behind Kyrie and Durant is, is nuts. You know, it's, yeah. why, would you, why would you break that up just to get a James Harden? You know, like yeah. this isn't a free agent roster like kind of where the Lakers last year were able to, to add in all these veterans at no price. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's not a lot of big free mm-hmm. agents like that. Not that those are big free agents, but those were big pickups. When they started signing like Danny Green and, well, and all these guys, I was like, damn mm-hmm. it, they're relevant again. Like, you know, they're, they're getting all these guys that nobody <laughs> – like how are those guys not on teams already? Magically, they, they waited mm-hmm. to be on LeBron squad, obviously. But, you know, there's no one like that out there. You know, all those guys have already mm-hmm. been picked up. So if you were to trade for Harden and then say, I need to fill up three or four key roster spots, I couldn't tell you anybody right now that's worth those spots for a championship team. So just keep what you got and be happy. The Nets don't know how to be happy. That's what it is. Sleepy Nate, what's wrong? What's wrong with that town? 
Yeah, um, but as a basketball fan, mm-hmm. I will be you know, I'm not watching the Wolves somewhere on Basketball Channel. I'll I'll go to the Nets to hear Ian Engel's boring ass, but um, I can't stand him. No, I really can't. Sorry. Yeah, like some Mike Green. Mike Green. That's the one thing I've been blessed with is Mike Green. I mean, everybody's just hearing that now on TNT and ESPN. They all hear it, man. That was just man. You you lucked out. You lucked out. That's the one thing I do get. Like the Mets, Gary keeping Ron. We might, I mean, we weren't shit. And, hey, I got some good old stories to listen to and some interesting freaking commentator. But yeah, because there's a lot of in between Mets. in those Mets games. You, you, need, right. you need all the stories you can get. <laughs> you damn right. You got damn right. It's all right. So we, we on our way back. Uncle Steve, you know, he knows what to do. And then said, get it done. Yeah, we'll but, see. Um, yeah, we'll definitely see. But with Leon, like I said, your team is, they're primed to go. Hopefully they're healthy. I'm not going to hate. I hope they stay healthy. I, I Honestly, I want to see, and going back to the last episode, I want to see the Nets. I want to see the Lakers. Fine. I want to see that. I want the yeah. smoke. I want that. Uh, he didn't look too happy I, down man, there, was, but. Also, they ain't going nowhere over there, buddy. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I know, just like how qu- how quickly it's just yeah we yeah we want the Nets and the Lakers in the finals. It's like oh well that sounds cute, but that means my team's gone. So uh, that must mean we would have ran into Milwaukee or Miami some point. <laughs> and like you mentioned Harden before, like so he's doing the NFL equivalent of a holdout. You you can't find him. Unless he's, you know, in a strip club. Find him, find him after the past week. Now he needs six straight negative COVID tests in order to return. He hasn't seen the sunlight in like two months. <laughs> <laughs> Our Kelly Harden. How <laughs> Bill is going around, but like... And for for his family to come out and say, well, he gave he gave Houston two hundred and ten percent. Well, yeah, he took all the damn shots. Of course, he gave him two hundred and ten percent. He's the only player in the league qualified to give that percentage. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> I I understand you wanted to request a trade, but then to like hold out is so unprofessional. It's mm-hmm. and then like. So all places to be. You're not with the family. You're not like, you know, you're in a club just throwing bills around, trying to contract other diseases. It's wild. That's that's the guy. Come playoff time, he's burnt out from partying. Some people just I don't, don't know. get it's, it. It's just... So it's it's hard hard and wall in your top five duos. Is that what I'm hearing? You seem disappointed, but at the same time. They are. I mean, if healthy, they got to be. I mean, no, top five. Oh, excuse top me. No, five. No, top five. No. Top five. No, 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 no. Top five, top five, top five. No. <laughs> but um, no, they can't be in there. I got to see them play together. But you also got to see how this is going to shake out because you just don't know. Because it's a, it's a volatile situation, to say the least. But top five duels, if you want to get into it, I mean, we can. I can. I will gladly do it. 
You know who my number one is? I'll take Leon. My, my number one, LBJ, AD. I mean, you can't, you're not getting any further than that. They already, they showed you. My number two, I'm going to take Jokic and Murray. I mean, because what they did in the playoffs, you, you got to run props for that. I will say my number three is going to be dynamic. If he's healthy, Kyrie, Katie and Kyrie is going to be crazy. Especially that offense that they're going to be running. They, they're going to shoot some threes now. They're going to be letting loose. Uh, number four for me, I'm going to go with Bam and Jimmy. I would have had KP and Luca there probably, but KP is not in his hurt. And I'll say my next duo, just because of the track record of Kawhi, I will give it to Kawhi and PG. And then Ben and MB is about right here. Right here. They're, they're on that little ledge trying to climb up into there. But I'll definitely go with PG and Kawhi because they did win a lot of games. So I got to give them some kind of love. Because they took a shit in the playoffs. We can't. I can't. I'm not going to do it yet. But those are my top five, man. It's hard. It's definitely hard because you just see where everybody can fit and where they can – but, yeah, Bam and Jimmy is definitely up there for me for their performance in that playoffs. And when Bam went down, you saw how big he was when he was in the game. Him and Jimmy, they complement each other really well. And those are my top five. I'll stick with it. Some surprises there. Yeah. You know, no. I had to throw a little curve in there. You, know, you want to take it, Sleepy Nate? Any issues there? Um, I'm surprised. Yeah, uh, I have one that's not on his list. Number five, I got Giannis and Chris Middleton. Um, I, I had that, that, I, that, I that, that duo there. The mm-hmm. Good offensive defense. You know, Middleton's a good shooter. I think the addition of Holiday is really going to elevate that duo, uh, being able to have a, a kickout shooter as well as a premier defender. Uh, at that position, because Middleton, you saw uh, why he got the max money. Um, and Giannis, if he just gains a damn jump shot, a mid-range, he'll be pretty much unstoppable. So I, I got that. Never going to happen. Never going to happen. But <laughs> but they're in my top five, too. Yeah, that's not fair. I'm put him in. He's not my MVP. Uh, number, anyway. number four, I, I have Kawhi and PG. Uh, the best two-way combo, in my opinion, in the league. If PG ever knocks down a shot, I mean, you can elevate them to number two. Uh, number three, Murray and Jokic. Jokic is the best center in the league. Jamal Murray is the most dynamic, one of the, I guess, top three dynamic scorers in the league. Uh, streaky, um, score any any spot on the floor, and Jokic is just a uh, god of the ball. Um, number two, Ben and Joel. If Ben ever gets a a a, a jump shot, I mean, mid range threes, whatever. Um, their offense defense is is more or less unstoppable. Mm-hmm. 
And number one, you got to go with the defending champ, LeBron and AD. Yeah, number one, there should be no debate there. Um, yeah. I cannot put Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid in the top five. These guys can't accomplish anything. One, LeBron never had a mid-range jumper, and then he started to develop it, but his form never truly changed. Ben Simmons does not have a form that shows that he can start to hit jumpers, and he won't psychologically. They're out. They can't stay healthy. Joel Embiid can't play until the fourth quarter. They lose to everybody. Every time they see Celtic Sixers line up, I say, we're sweeping them. Money on it. I love playing them. So. Bye. They're done. I'm fine with that Chris Middleton Giannis thing because Giannis is still Giannis for most of the season. And Middleton, if he could Middleton has the game of Kobe Bryant, but only the ability to do ten jump shots a game. So it's like he has that great basket basket. He can hit a three. He can hit you clutch shots, but he can't take high volume. So you're kind of capped with what he's gonna give you. Especially since the offense is you know, if you're gonna go to Middleton, you're gonna go to him like with 10 seconds left of shot clock, he's not very last-second shot clock kind of guy. So that means your offensive play already failed by then. So it's – it's you know, they're just – they've kind of hit their ceiling as well. A good ceiling, but they've hit their ceiling. Mm-hmm. So, I'll, you know, you mentioned Porzingis and Luca. They're very close, but uh, I'll leave them out. I'll leave them out. So I definitely have PG and Kawhi at two still because the only thing that they sucked at is mental. So I know that PG missed some shots and, and whatever, mm-hmm. and he does that. But ability-wise, Nurkic – or not Nurkic, I'm sorry. Jokic and Murray – Jokic is great, and he is the best center in the game. And Murray is great too. But as you see, the stuff that Murray has to do to create a shot, I mean, it's amazing and beautiful yeah. as it is. Just to consistently catch – he doesn't have like a, like a Jimmy Butler, like let me just swag you one step and like I can get my shot off kind of thing. Jamal Murray has to do spectacular things to get a shot. And that's, you know, it's a skill to be able to do it. Then Booker's the same way. You know, Lillard's kind of the same way at times. So is McCollum. But you got to be able to do it. But the fact that that's kind of the case, I can't count on that consistently. I can't put them above PG and Kawhi. Now, I could put them, you know, three or four. But, you know, I haven't really organized the list much. But I definitely, you know, AD LeBron one, Kawhi PG two. Uh, That three through five is definitely the Denver, Milwaukee, and I'm not going to be stupid to put Kemba and Tatum in there, um, but <laughs> no offense, but they're just, they're not, they're not there. They, they always seem to have to take turns on, on scoring roles and not in a non-cohesive way, but just, it just seems like that's the case. Um, that's not our offense to, to lean on those two. We have too many other little things going on. You know, I thought about Chris Paul, Booker. Um, I, I like did. Chris, I like oh, Chris yeah. Paul a lot. I love Chris Paul and his, he's another one of those guys that slowed his game down, but has made him so much better. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can't not have KD and Duran in there. So, you know, injuries or not. So that's kind of the top five for me, the Lakers, the Clippers, the Nets, the Bucks, and the Nuggets. That's a good one too. I mean, you know what also hurt me? But they were right there as well. It hurt because I wanted to stop myself. Lillard and McCollum. I, I knew you were going to. Uh, I did it, man. And they're right there. I was like, as I'm writing, I'm going, Lillard. No, no, no. I can't do it. They're, they're like, they're on top 10. They're top 10 to me. Oh, sure. In top five, they definitely got to level up with that one. They're, but, they're top uh, two in, you know, like 2K playing for fun backcourt. But, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, you can't put Curry and Thompson in there, obviously, because – 
you know. Yeah, it's gonna be they would have been, they would have been up there, obviously, but. Yeah, I, 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 I think I, I, like one combo, but I think really going to make a lot of a huge stride is Mitchell and Gobert if they stay together. Um, you know, Mitchell because Gobert's offensive game is very Tyson Chandlerish, though. You know, like yeah, I, I need him to develop yeah. that. Like, like at least Nurkic and Jokic can kind of like do the turn hook, and you know, but I don't really see offensive game coming from you know utah's bigs mm-hmm. need to get carmelo out there bear. don't don't i still think gobert right doesn't have the offensive moves that you would say in Embiid or Jokic or even uh, uh, well, I, I think their chemistry together in the time in the bubble, as well as Gobert shutting down the league, uh, could elevate them to that next level. Yeah, I, I guess I just always view duos as an if only these two were starting your team, right. would you feel confident in the off like AD can carry offensively and defensively as can LeBron? You know, when you're in that top five, if each person can't do it then you're kind of out of that top five, you know, but top 10, maybe, you know, without thinking yeah. perhaps. You know, with, the, with these duos, it brings a lot of uh, the rankings uh, towards the upcoming season, preseason starting on the 11th. Um, you know, thank God. I, I, well, I can't watch the, the, the Nets here because every TV provider does not have a Yes Network. So I'm, I'm somewhat screwed mm. there. I have the Yes Network, but it doesn't come with those games because I'm mm. out of the market. So they give me, like, Yankee interviews from back in the day. Jesus. Yeah, it's mm. bad. It's bad. So for the upcoming season, where do you guys have your power rankings uh, for the top ten? Ten. You know, no, you know my number one is, you know, you got to go with the champs. Yeah. They got better. They did, man. They freaking Arrell, Schroeder, Gasol, Matthews, all solid. They're they're keeping that number one spot. Number two, I'm like this. The two final teams, you got the one and two rankings. That's how I usually I, I base it off that. I got the Heat, then I got the Bucks. You know, with the holiday deal. It sucks they couldn't, you know, swing it for Bogdanovic, but they're still going to be solid. Giannis, you know, is going to do his thing. And when he went back to the three row, um, it could have happened. And then I have the Nuggets, even though they lost a few people. But, you know, they picked up, you know, Macau Green. Uh, Fasundo Campazzo from the EuroLeague. He's a pretty pass-first kind of guy. Pretty good. They drafted R.J. Hampton. Will Barton's going to be on his way back. Michael Porter Jr., you know what he's about. And I, I want him on the Knicks. Still bothers me. Um, uh, Arizona, as a, he's solid. Um, so they lost Grant, too. But still, they're still going to have a solid team. So I keep him up there. And I got the Clippers. 
You know, they lost Green Harrell, but they picked up, you know, Batum, who I think needed – I think he just needed a change of scenery to a winning team, and he'll be fine. Because, you know, most of those guys, the foreign guys, they like, you get them on a winning team and get them in a certain system, they'll thrive. Abaka, you know what he's about. I love Luke Kennard. He's a gunner. You know, so they're going to be solid still. Uh, I got the Nets next. I got them there. And uh, they're gonna they're gonna do the thing healthy. Even if they're somewhat healthy, you gotta rest those guys. You saw what they could do in the bubble without stars on that team. They can keep their heads above water. Then I got the 76ers, who once again, another team. It's just so many at this team he's healthy. But you gotta put them up there because they're gonna perform if they have their two big guys. Um I get the Celtics because obviously, even though you, <laughs> I I got them. They're they're top ten team. Come on, yeah. No, be yeah, solid. yeah. Tatum, Brown. I love that's that's gonna be a top five duo if they keep at it. I mean, those two are pretty damn good. Um, then I'm gonna roll with the Raps. I'm gonna roll with the Raptors. Because they always seem to win games. <laughs> they got Van Vliet Black, you know, Siakam, you know, Lowry. They're still going to be solid for another few years. And I'm going to go with – I'm going to go with the Hawks. All right. I'm going to rock with the Hawks. I'm going to shoot them in 10. I was going to put the Mavs, but I don't know how they're going to – I don't know how long KP is out. And – the target's going to be on Luca. I don't know what – he's great, but I don't know how much he's going to be able to do by himself. I mean, yeah, you picked up Josh Richardson, and you have a few other pieces, but I think the Hawks make a huge jump. So I'm going to put them in my 10 for now just to have a little smoke in there, but I think the Hawks can do it. They got Hawks above the Wizards. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not disagreeing. Just, Just – I just I got him because of the Wizards because of roster like with Capella, you know what he can do. John Collins, he's another double he could be a twenty ten guy. Gallinari, you know you know what he's about. He's just the floor. Trey Young, Herder. You know, there's so much ta- I like the talent there than the Wizards, but they're not that far from each other because Westbrook is gonna really make up a lot of that. But I'm going to go with the Hawks just for that little shot back. I think they're really going to make a jump this year. If they don't, I'll be shot. Okay. Here's my five. All right. I'll, I'll run with a quick 10, I guess. It's, you know, the bottom five, any arrangement. But Lakers, uh, right? Bucks. I'm going to go Bucks number two. I still think the Bucks are, you know, I know that the matchup didn't suit them. But now with the Drew Holiday there, I, I like that roster a lot better. Because that's, that was a big weakness for them. So I'm going to go Lakers, Bucks, Clippers. Still believe in the Clippers. I like that roster a lot. Um, they have to come back stronger, obviously. There's no way they're going to be the same soft system they had before. So Lakers, Bucks, Clippers, Nuggets. And I'll put the Nets in that five spot. Uh, going, going that six through ten, any combination of, of Miami, Boston, Philly, Utah, and um, – Hold my blanket on that I just had here. Oh, Dallas. I think I think that's if you want to take Dallas out for the injuries, like you just mentioned, that's a great point. 
Um, I guess I'd have to drop in. Ugh, I guess Portland. You know, I don't want to. I don't want to put Portland there, but they just have too much. You know, too much to ignore. And I think a healthy Nurkic will change that team if he can stay on there the whole year. Oh yeah. So. And that's what I want to see. Like if he stays so, healthy, they're they're jumping. They're jumping. Blazers Nuggets with, with, with okay. everyone healthy is like a prime matchup. That's seven games at a time. It's the yes. same roster. It's the same Easy. team. <laughs> like, <laughs> I love it. I swear the Nuggets had – I don't know where they picked these – I mean, well, they birthday. They go to – it's like they scout out in Serbia. They have guys God. out there. Oh, man, I, always, I say it all the time. Denver Nuggets are the Tampa Bay Rays of basketball. They just always have guys that are good out of nowhere. <laughs> Scouting, man. Never fails. Never fails. Just like with Michael Porter Jr. Everybody's scared of his back. I wasn't. The Knicks were hot on that kid. They, I wanted him. I was like, hey, listen, let Me him too. sit out the year. Fun. And then he, I guess he didn't want to exchange the papers with the Knicks. And like I said, he was the best. He was the before the injury. He was the best player in college. I thought. Easy. Hands yeah. down. And also, Bull Bull. Keep that name. Bull Bull. I know. Bull Bull. That kid, not nah, that kid, man. Yeah, I, I mean, I, yeah, for sure. He hit the gym a little bit. Don't man. worry, Taco Fall. I, I like. Listen, I will forever say Boston would have threw him out there. No, but still, if they would have threw him out there, just to have a big body. Yeah. Hey, you, it, you never know. It was worth a shot. Man. Yeah. Our best, our best, our best big was Marcus Smart. Yes, Dennis Rodman in him. He was the only person attacking the basket defensive on the boards. <laughs> Smart is a dog. That's who you need. You need guys like that on your team. I love and that he guy. Started his progression as a shooter, because coming out of Oklahoma State, he could not shoot shit. All right? Dude, I can't believe how good he stepped into threes now. <laughs> like, he does a lot of random, like, Jimmy Nelson threes, and, but, and that's okay. But, like, he steps in confidently, which is shocking consider how bad a shooter. I was just like, I just want him for defense. Now he's hitting threes. He's running off screens. He's playing defense. He's blocking big men. He's rebounding. He's hyping us up. Hell yeah. I'm like, ah, yes. Yeah. Yes. I wish the Nets had somebody like that. They do. No, they don't. Cabarro. Louis. I forgot. Wawu Cabarro. I mean, he can be that. Yeah. Uh, don't we'll shake your head. Leon, come on, son. <laughs> Leon cool. hating on his own squad. Yeah, I'm just, I said they could. Uh, he didn't even like. Nah, I, I mean, I don't believe either, but like he said, could. <laughs> he's, a good defensive, he's a good defensive player. Like that's what he does. I didn't say he, he is. You I mean, need to shoot a little bit. I, you know, I guess he's serviceable. I don't. I wouldn't put him on a level of smart though. But you know, no, I say he can be. No, yeah, no. he can be. No, he yeah, he, be. he. He's like he's like if the Knicks had a Marcus Smart. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, we got Frank. We kind of got Frank. Yeah, Frank. Frank Frankie. Smoke. Yeah, Frankie <laughs> smokes. If he can, you know, get a three point out. If he get a three, well, he's good from the corner. Yeah, he shoots well, like fifty something percent from the corner. Elf, uh, you got Frankie, Alfred, Payton. You can't oh God, have, you can't have two guys doing the same thing. No, nah, don't, don't say that name again, Alfred. Hey, oh God! If I'm you so glad we got rid of him from down here. Oh, God. if you want to see a damn just ugly. Offensive game, like he he's a a good backup. Like if you had like a Damian Lillard, then you had somebody to give him a rest. Alfred Payton, yeah, that's great. But as a starter, 
I've seen him as a backup. I still wasn't yeah, impressed. You, yeah, yeah, you've seen him down there, but oh god, just watching him and you, he, he just pisses me off. It just makes me still open my mouth a little bit. I'm sorry. <laughs> so pains of Ricky ass. Carry on. So Ricky asks, is there any team outside uh, looking in from that top ten? Um, any so anybody outside the top ten you you see coming in? Uh, if I have to jump in, I'll go Phoenix. Phoenix has uh, they have a good enough roster. They have a little bit of everything. They just got to put it all together, and it's too soon to do it because they kind of have that like Minnesota roster from like three years ago where they they they're making noise. They're right on the nine seed. They have a chance, and then they fizzle out. Now I think they have better leadership than that, and they have a better scorer and Booker, but. That's definitely the team that if a Dallas can't stay healthy, you know, if Portland starts acting up again, that you never know, man. They could be the team that starts breaking noise because on paper, against mm-hmm. any team really, other than maybe the Lakers, mm-hmm. they, they, have a, they have a chance. I, I like their late game ability. You know, there's nothing they can't do. You know, if Aiton's not getting in trouble for whatever reason, you know, they mm-hmm. should be, you know, that's, that's, that's my choice, I think, honestly. Uh, I'm going to go, see, I'm going to shake it up a little bit. Like you said, if Portland couldn't go, I'm going to go with Minnesota. With Russell, with Towns, with Beasley, with Edwards, Rubio coming back. Now they got that point guard that can, he can D up and he can run an offense just like Russell if you wanted to go off ball with him. Beasley, he's going to come off the bench and do his thing, you know, and they got a few other I can think about the moment, but that team is... They're solid. They're really just, it's just – it's about time now. They got too much talent not to be able to go to the playoffs. It's just, I can't see it. That's, I uh, wanted to put them above Phoenix, but I just – they never do it. So <laughs> It's so it's so weird, man. It, it, I don't get it. And trust me, I've been watching them in the Knicks for a long time. And it, even with Tibbs, they, he had them playing hard. They got to the playoffs. Then, you know, Towns just kind of – they didn't want to play that way. It's, you know, Town, Towns went through a lot, so you know. It's, yeah, absolutely. It's, yeah. Yeah, he definitely went through a lot, so he's gonna be playing with a heavy heart the whole season, of course. You know, loss of a parent that it just sucks. Um, but those two are my two of my favorite players. And Russell, I love even when he's on the Nets. I I watch every time he's just yep. I see my boy Russell go to work, and he wanted to play with his boy. I, I was happy for him. Like, yeah, he got him some help. But yeah, Minnesota right now. They're too talented not to go anywhere. I just I want to hear. Yeah, they have more talent than Phoenix does. They just oh. they don't. I don't know if they have the leadership yet. So yeah, they're they're young and see somebody's gonna. That's what Rubio was brought in for. You know, to have that guy. Hey, let's see if he can do it. Come back and make some kind of magic happen. But like I said, the seven to eight maybe. Like I said, you can play in. Yeah, that's yeah. definitely a great question too. Because you know, I like I like those I love those just out of the playoff teams in the West usually in the East. You know, oh yeah, East, I'm you a know burnt out, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so well, it's funny. So coming to ten spot, I had had Philly at ten, mm-hmm. Utah at oh, nine, okay, Atlanta at eight, Ooh. Clippers at seven, Ooh. Miami six. Boston five, Denver four, Milwaukee three, Brooklyn two, and the defending champs at one. You, you, you got. I mean, Brooklyn. I you can't knock their ceiling is definitely two. 
I mean, there's still one. There's still one, but you know, yeah, realistically, realistically, the rest of that roster the Lakers just put together, I'm still like, damn it. So I can't put them, yeah. anybody above them. But damn, you guys, you guys love this Atlanta. I don't know Atlanta to me. I like their changes. They're much better than they were, but mm. I don't think they're still better than a lot of the other teams you're preparing. That's to. the East. I mean, listen, if it was I a know. time to jump, jump. I, but but, hey, but the, the question wasn't East West. It was top ten oh, overall. Yeah, because they're fighting for a playoff spot East. But yeah, yeah, they can definitely. But still, you can still make those jump playing in the West and winning all those games because you playing. You know, shitty ass teams like the Magic, and then you know the Bulls, and then of course you play the Knicks. I mean, listen, you grab, yeah. you grab two, three wins. We talked. We talked about the Celtics. You know, we talked a little even about my my backup squad. I guess the Magic, because you know from here. What about <laughs> what about my third favorite squad, Sacramento Kings? They're fun to watch. I, I give them that. I'll, That's it. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's fun. That's all I can say. They're fun to watch. But you know, lighting up. Daniel Fox is just a freaking bolt of lightning going down. Going down court. Yeah, and they're just like a very good college team. <laughs> they're not really yes. like. They're not like a. a a true competitive even if i put them in the east i still i still don't really believe in them so it's just like yeah it's luke walton yeah that's all you have to say yeah true but one t- uh one team i i think outside the top 10 i, I think could make some noise yeah it's gonna be surprising it's chicago or go who the team is long. The team is long. Team is lanky. Marketing for a full year. Some somebody's got to be the crappy team, though. Somebody's got to suck, and it's it's got to be them. It it it's gonna be Orlando. I, I think we. I think I think we. No, hey, wait. I think we just and, both and it's brought, gonna be uh, the Knicks. Okay, well we know that. <laughs> I think we just. Now we're talking about the bottom and it, and dwellers it, here. And it's gonna be Cleveland. I forgot they were a team. And Detroit. <laughs> you see? So, look at that. Chicago's already rising on the list. I, nah, I mean. By default. <laughs> Memphis. Chicago. Yeah, Memphis, no, Memphis is actually good. <laughs> Memphis good. They can win some games. Uh, 3J getting hurt kind of hurt them a lot. Yeah, not that kinda. sucked. They hurt them a lot. That killed them. They were, they were actually on pace to, to mm-hmm. not, not to do anything, but to kind of sneak in, you know? Yeah. You can't yeah. forget about the Pelicans. I mean, there's a lot of young teams. I, I just want to – I'm talking about – I'm talking about young teams, you know, getting – you know, making strides. I'm not talking about getting to the finals. They make a big stride. But, yeah, Chicago. You said Chicago, son. Yeah, I think the, the Knicks, the Bulls, and Cleveland are three teams that really have, like – I don't want to say the Bulls have nothing going for them. But no, those are, like, three – those are, like, three teams that I, like – I can't even take serious right now. Like, there's nothing about them that makes me go, like, a year from now. You know, I like Levine, and, like, Laurie's good, too. But it's just, like, I don't see that team being good enough to keep those guys, and they're going to have to rebuild again and again and again. I can't – I see where you're going. They got Patrick Williams, Laurie Markkinen, Wendell Carter Jr., you know, my boy Zach – my boy Levine, of course, Kobe White, whatever. Um, (laughs) Get him out of here. I just – I just can't (laughs) – Man, you trying to get brownie points for Felipe or something? He's going to be rewarding this part oh. right here. Well, is, he, is, he a, is he a Bulls hater? 
No, nah, he's Derrick Rose. Here. Oh, oh yeah, okay, yeah, he okay. can't stand Derrick Rose. MVP, ah, okay. Derrick Rose. Stoneface, when he hits the game winner, Derrick Rose. Even Mick Mills got him a shout out, balling like I'm Derrick Rose. I mean, so you, Derrick Rose is the man. Felipe I mean, that, that year, Derrick Rose did all the stuff that Westbrook did in the triple-double year, but also got his team to win games. So it's, you know, not, not terms of statistically, but he, he played full heart and, and did a lot. So he deserves to be MVP, but since then, you know, Detroit, Detroit Derrick Rose? Hey, 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 hey. He went to Minnesota. I watched the game when he dropped 50. That was great. And you see him on the court, he, he was – I mean, just everything came back. I remember Tony yeah. Delk dropped 50, too. No, I remember that, too, man. That was great. By the <laughs> Tony Delk is not Derrick Rose. I did. I actually watched that game, too. <laughs> Me, too. Oh, master. Anton Jameson game. I saw y'all post. Well, you saw was number 50 just. <laughs> Tony Delk. What the hell is going on here? Yeah, that, that's. Oh, the definition TVs. <laughs> ah, good Lord. But, yeah, they. Derrick Rose, man. But yeah, I, I I think Chicago's biggest problem with offense and their coaching, with with Donovan in there, I I think I think Chicago has a chance mm-hmm. to 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 be to re- to really shock some people. You know, so we'll we'll see how that goes. Maybe maybe I'm on the drugs. Yeah, maybe you are. You got to start. You know, look at all these new league. If you were in the league right now, you'd be violating something. Uh, definitely not the weed policy because we're not testing for it anymore. Wake and bake season. Facts. <laughs> Between that, the COVID rules and the resting rules, it's a lot of policy talk there with the NBA. Yeah, it, it doesn't make much sense. You you can smoke, but you can't smoke in a bar. You can't smoke in a lounge. You can smoke in your house. So you know, and we're gonna. And then how are you going to enforce the wrestling rule? You know, can pull Belichick and just make up an injury? I mean, you look at those Spurs teams. They were wrestling everybody all the time. And what made it worse was they would, like, win the games. So it's, it's, it's frustrating. Like, you know, I, I hate it because, you know, I go to most of the Magic games here and nobody goes for them. I mean, I go to watch the Magic, but 99% of the Brazilians there go to watch the other person. and. Every single time you get tickets for this, you know, Blazers game or, or the Clippers game and then the Raptors game back then, you never get the star on the other side. It's always just this lame matchup. So it's very frustrating that people rest so often. Plus, it's just you don't need that much rest. You just don't. Just play like every other person in the history of the game has always played and won. So I don't understand the, the softness and need for rest. I don't, if the league was 120 games instead of, you know, 82 games, people would be resting after 82 games because mm-hmm. all of a sudden they would have adapted to it and been fine. But, you know, since the 82 is such a big number magically, all of a sudden, even though technology and health care and everything's a hundred times better than it's ever been. I just don't get why all of a sudden everybody needs a rest. It's like, you can't enforce it. You can't penalize it. You can't measure it. There's nothing to do. So it's just, it comes down to the players at the end of the day and they're never going to want to play anymore because they've seen that it could work. But I'm hoping Kawhi learned his lesson last year because his teammates hated it, and it didn't lead to any success. So I don't know how the rules are going to really do anything to, to measure that. Like you said, there's no really enforcing it. So 
team doctors. You're going to have to have league doctors checking players or something. <laughs> so you're, you're saying baseball players are tougher than basketball players. No, there's a different grind to playing a game of basketball. Uh, baseball, once you're in baseball condition, you know, it's a lot looser limbs, a lot different of a, a, an approach. Basketball is very hard on your legs, very, very difficult to, to run full court as comparison to run bases, especially, you know, depending on your position, you could be at DH, you could be a pitcher, you could be off the bench. There could be, there's a lot of different things from the basketball game, regardless of what you are, if you're in the game, you're running. So, uh, I don't think that the 162 games is a comparison to the 82 games. It's just a matter of, I think all of a sudden the number 82 in the NBA has been like seen as like a magical feat. You played all 82 games. That's a big deal. And I'm not saying it's not hard to do, but I'm saying everyone used to do it. So I don't understand why everything has improved in our world, except for the player's ability to play 82 games, even though they're in the best shape ever. And for the leagues, there is no, look at the athletes we have now, a guy like John Paxton or, you know, Hornacek or all these like mid tier guys, Rick Smith's guys that are, have no athletic ability. were playing all the games and they were playing against the best players in the world. They were playing against Gary Payton's and Jordan's and people like that all the time. So I don't understand why you get a guy like, let's look at a, a, another mid tier player, like uh, a Brandon Ingram or somebody like that, who's athletic and has stamina and has the best trainers and all the medicine and the flights and the hotels and catered to. And I'm not saying he doesn't play the games, but you know what I mean? Someone of that ability, right. that's a mid-tier star, that, that could, should be sitting out games. Like, he's not going to sit out games, so why should Kawhi sit out games? You know, why should LeBron sit out games? Well, I mean, LeBron's a little older, but even still, like, just reduce the minutes and play in the game. Like, you don't need to oh, not man. play, you know? Did he play all 82 this shit? No, he's – how many games yeah. did – I'm not – I feel like it was close, but I'm not. I'm not gonna knock him per se. But it oh, was just, yeah, no, I'm even him. He's yeah, yeah. yeah, even he, yeah, exactly. Even he pretty much did it. So I'm like, I don't understand how the oldest players are still doing it. But you know, you get these like mid-level aged guys that want to sit out. Like, yeah, just play every game and play less minutes if that's the case. Then do whatever you want at that point. But there's no reason that anyone should be sitting out any games if they're healthy. Any, you think 72 games is here to stay? I can see that. Um, the the seventy two game season. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if they want to do the seventy two games and then you know implement play ins or do some kind of little thing with those leftover mark the leftover stuff to make your money for your contract TV deals and stuff like that. I guess I, I'm not a big hater on that because most of the times, I mean, other than the West thing being like you know three through six are decided by half a game every single year or something like that. Most of the playoff teams are the playoff teams. So at least by that point, you've already established who the best are and who should be and where they are. So it's just like if you want to put a little heart in it and get your better position, cool. But I'd be okay with them doing 72 games and then taking those, those other parts to make it up in other ways, like a tournament or something. So I do think it's here to stay, though, unfortunately. I mean, if they it, if it can reduce the number of back-to-backs by expanding the schedule with, with the 72, and like you said, making that up on the back end with the playing game, I'd, I'd be okay with that. Me too. Um, Back-to-backs are rough. I, I, I mean, I know everyone in history has always done it, but they are rough, I can imagine. And it, with the added caveat of COVID this year, I mean, I, you already see a few teams, personnel, players, uh, Wiseman and Green already tested positive. So, I light off. 
this season's going to be uh, pretty rough. Uh, Probably. We'll see if uh, we'll see if it plays out, or they have to eventually go into another bubble. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the bubble. I mean, that changes things. Do you really push for seeding if you're going to go to a bubble? You know. Yeah, okay. uh, I, I I agree, man. Because I mean, we're talking a vaccine coming out. It, it may change things a bit, but. You know, depth is going to be tested this season. Mm-hmm. Once again. And, and I like that, actually. Not not in terms of the benefit of people getting sick or anything like that, but I like when most of your roster is used. I know come playoff time, you shrink down to, you know, eight, nine-man rotation or whatever, maybe. But I, I like when you get more of your roster being utilized. Like, you look at other sports, you use your entire roster almost every game. Basketball is like, in the regular season, like I said, you use the whole the whole. 12 or whatever you can 10 but come playoffs you're only using six seven players eight at the max you know it's nice to see the entire roster still get utilized because even back in the day that's kind of how it was you know the same players you saw in the regular season bulls next game was the same players you saw on the finals bulls you know eastern finals bulls next game so i like when the rosters are great uh and like fully utilized but obviously i don't want it to come because of people getting sick or covid testing or any of that stuff, but it's kind of the world we're in at the moment, unfortunately. Yeah. You know, and, and speaking of rest, um, you know, Nate Robinson took one last Saturday. Um, my man decided, you know, he wanted to be a boxer, represent the NBA, and I mean, give him credit, he made it to the second round. Uh, Kid, you're used to knockouts and, and rings, wrestling rings. You know, any thoughts on Nate Robinson taking one for the team? I mean, jumping into a boxer ring is probably, as an athlete that's playing for the NBA, the NFL, or anything else, it's probably the riskiest thing you could do for your persona because you almost have nothing to gain, you know. And you're going against somebody who is not a professional boxer, but puts so much time right. into boxing. Um, doesn't right. matter if you're a professional or not. The only difference is he just didn't choose to fight anybody yet else yet. So essentially now he's a professional boxer. Uh, that was bad. Obviously it's as bad as it could have been, yeah. but like I said, he got to the second round and, you know, kudos to that. Uh, it's just, you know, that's just, this happens in any other country the talk could be a little different, but in America, you know, all the knockout, that's all we're going to focus on. You're not going to get credit for the fact that you were able to stay against a guy that's twice your size, able to step in in the first place and take that risk because most people wouldn't have. So I'll still give him a lot of, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of props, but that should be his last fight ever for sure. Yeah, if he's still awake. Yeah, I'm still scraping <laughs> Nate Robinson. Yeah, he- and by the way, he's wearing the high school colors. He wasn't wearing Nick colors. I'm not taking the L on that one. Uh, some uh, Nick colors right there. Uh, that was Lanier High School. And walk- nope. Charles nope. Oakley swings. Nope. But yeah, he he did. Like I said, he was aggressive, which you knew he was going to be because that's how he was on the court. You know, he's very aggressive. But, you know, trying to stick his jab, but his defense, you kind of saw something like that happening because he left himself open. And he, Jake, <laughs> he got him a throw. I'm gonna use a throwback word. 
he got snuffed. <laughs> Good Lord, he just hit him. Oh, God, poor Nate. But like you said, give him props for getting in there. I know I wouldn't be able to do it. Um, I might get a jab or something. I mean, that's about it. And the lights out for me. But he, he had a few. He had a few in them. And then he, damn. Yeah, it's it's bad. It sucks. Such a nice, like, innocent underdog guy. I mean, yeah. he was talking a lot, but you know what I mean. Like in his NBA career, now it's the story is uh. Yeah, I mean, it's funny. This I was watching uh, SVU last night, and Logan Paul was in a an old episode. I was like, look at this guy. <laughs> Didn't even place him at that time. Yeah, speaking of that, him and well, what him and Floyd. Yeah, that's gonna be real fun. Yeah, I'm I'm all team Floyd there though. Like I I, and I'm not even like a Floyd person because I tend to go against Floyd, but I'm all for for boxing and being as big as it can be because I love boxing. I like boxing more than UFC. Uh, that's kind of the minority, but any chance you can get some eyes on boxing, like the Terrell Spence fight and things like that, I'm yeah. all in. I'm all in yeah. for that. I'm all in for that. Yeah, that was a good. Uh, he you put it he on Garcia. Yeah, I was hoping that would be a little closer. Not not necessarily yeah. because I was didn't want him to win because I did want him to win, but you know, it was a little less anticlimactic than I would have hoped. Yeah, he was he was hitting them every which way. I just uh, yeah, Max you, Keller made you guys. I turned it from NBA to boxing, <laughs> which is fine because you know the, the idea that Floyd has to take one back for the team is, is kind of. It's kind of disheartening in itself, you know, <laughs> a bunch of shoulder rolls and and and, and, and hit, don't get hit. Counter punching, uh, you know it's going to be. He's going to uh, he, take it the same way. He he avoid he he boxes the same way I avoid bees. Oh <laughs> 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 uh, man. Uh, you know, it, it, it's been uh, it's been great having you on. You know, you're a multi-talented superstar yourself. You got any uh, projects coming up? Yeah, I'm actually filming a video this weekend. Uh, taking two songs, Invisible and Lonesome, making them into one video. Okay. So, yeah, seamlessly. So it's not like one of those, uh, you know, the video's going, then all of a sudden it just breaks into a whole other video for a second then comes back to the original. So it's it's one story all the way through. So try to... Two birds, one stone kind of thing. I'm trying to get more videos out there. It's kind of my thing now to, to really push as many visuals as I can. So thanks. I love being on here. I love it. I talk basketball all day, obviously. I never shut up. So anytime you need me, I'm here. Pencil me in. Oh, man. I, uh, I love it. Love your energy. Love your passion, man. And, and, and love your videos. Oh, definitely. Thanks, man. Trying. That's, that's the weight of what I got. Yeah. <laughs> I want to hear one of those songs in the stadium. I'm telling you. I, I know it's, it's 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 gonna be flex or something that you like. I'm like, oh, that's I'm still, telling you, that still still gets my most plays. I'm like, what the heck? I told you, I, I told you, man. I was just like, I heard it. I'm like, okay, and it's just something that will get the crowd hyped up. You didn't get, you can't flex with me, bitch. No. Yeah, it has it has the the boom boom. Like it kind of has that like sub that sub bass that people like. I'm like, ugh. <laughs> it's my least favorite, my least favorite song of my songs. 
Nah, freaking definitely check his music out. You know, tell him what you can. Also, Revolution, Revelation, I love that dude. Yeah, that's my that favorite. Kind of, it that's... brings you into a certain mode. <laughs> that was already my favorite song. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty good. Definitely. So, at Real Sale Kid on IG. Oh, yeah, yeah. Twitter, Snap, uh, Instagram, TikTok, even. Not that I I, I mess with that too much, but all at Real Sale Kid, R E A L C L K I D. Um, YouTube channel, just Seal Kid. Should be immediate first search now. I've moved up the rankings. It's been my my goal to build the SEO and stuff. So, I should be on the first page immediately now, finally. So that's good. Bump that other Seahawks Korean girl. And now, uh, other than that, I mean, Facebook, same thing, CL Kid for the business page, Charles Martinez, as you said many times, personal, down to talk on neither. Message me, comment me, like me, share me, subscribe me. I'm in on everything. I love it, man. Subscribe there. Subscribe to our YouTube channel on the Life Group Podcast. You can catch Donk City on Mondays with Vincent Henry. Sunday morning's Total Base podcast with Felipe and Sean Connor Flannery and the Audible on Tuesday nights and Friday afternoons with Randy Hammond and Matt Bushnell. I was on last night giving Matt Bushnell the business as he deserved. He took it like a man. Proud of him. Um, but all, all the podcasts on the network do a great job. Our man here does a great job, and we thank him for uh, giving us his time and energy. Guys, have any parting words for the audience? Uh, you know what? Season's starting up. Can't wait for those first games. Can't wait for those Christmas games. Um, but I'm just to say right now, Sixers are going nowhere. Just for you, Gunsmoke Jake. I don't understand how that's your nickname, but <laughs> – they're going nowhere. <laughs> Tired of them. I want to <laughs> shut it down now. I don't care if they get hard. I don't care what they get. They're done. Out there, not making it past the first round. Here we go. Not, not, okay. not much shock okay. factor there to me, but I keep having to hear about the Sixers. <laughs> no, nah, I feel like. Hey. Man, yeah, I'm ready for the next season. I mean, we got a nice young squad. We got OB. We got, you know, I believe in Kevin Knox. You know, hopefully Frank takes that step. You know, my guy, RJ. You know, I'll be keeping an eye on them. I'm keeping, keeping it go back to the north. I'm talking about Minnesota. I'll keep an eye on them. Hopefully, Towns and Russell make some noise out there. I'll, I'm going to be watching a lot of basketball this year, especially be doing it every week. So going back to every week. So I'm going to be trying to watch as much basketball as I can. You know, thank you to everybody. See y'all. Thank you for coming on. You know, all the other life groups. You know, like it, subscribe. Everybody puts everything into this. You know, I know it's going to be tough. Let's talk about the audible for a second because I think when the when the Jets go on 16, I might be on there with my head down. Just we're gonna be like the Lions. I was kind of hyped. I'm sorry. I was hyped because I was like, damn, we're not the Lions. But all of a sudden they lost and then I got an S and D from Leon. I was pretty pissed. I'm gonna that's the one thing I can say I have a my team has never been winless. And that shit's about to happen. So I know Matt Bushnell's looking at his shots like, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, pissed off. But it's about to be rough. But yeah, I don't, I don't even talk about football. <laughs> yeah, we yeah yeah they, I we we said I said in the beginning, they gonna get Joe Burrow killed. <laughs> Offensive yeah. line, he, he gonna die. Oh, Bengals. <sighs> poor guy, poor guy. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but yeah. You know, 
Right, and what Booker had on Thursday. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I have nothing he, to say. He switched that band's hat, though. He said, whoop. <laughs> that sucks. No, I, I got I to stop messing with him. That's my guy. Uh, yeah, he's fun, man. They, they do a great job. I think Randy are great, man. I love watching him. I I really never miss episode because they always just really insightful. You know, Dong City is another one. Vince Mercadetti and Henry, those guys come from each other very well. And us, you know, hopefully we'll get the lab, you know, coming back around. Sean, kind of Flannery, my guy, my Mets brother, and Felipe. And those guys are, listen, you want fantasy expertise right there? You need to go and watch that. They are great. Um, hopefully, you know, you guys can make a little return. You know, apologize. I miss, I miss seeing that. Um, yeah. Also. If you want to invite, we're, I'm going to do some kind of watch parties for different events. But I've been watching. Listen, I've been stuck in the house. You know, you know, I kind of beat COVID. Yeah, bring in the drum. I'm, I'm feeling a lot better. But I want to do something where we pick. And I've been watching a lot of WWE networks stuff. And I want to get on watch parties like we did with basketball, but do it for the events so we can kind of throw it back and talk about it and stuff like that. Whether how shitty it was, because I've noticed a lot of it was shitty. But it was fun to us because we were so young and into it. When you start, because oh. you know, when you get older, you start analyzing shit. You're like, yeah, you're like, damn, this is trash. Like, <laughs> what the hell did this? But yeah, I want to start doing stuff like that to keep the wrestling group, you know, bumping up. You know, even boxing, I would love to do stuff like that just to keep us together because you know, we ain't got shit else to do. I mean, besides. Yeah. I'm working remotely. You doing your thing. Music working. Leon, you still going out there, braving it. Um, any shit else to do? I'm essential. There you go. <laughs> yeah. See? There you go. He we don't. Ta- hey man, I'm down for any of those things. So uh, you let me know. I'll jump in on that for sure. Absolutely. Nice. So we'll be back in two weeks, probably right before Christmas. Uh, be on the lookout for the fantasy basketball update. Uh, you know, dare keep off of drugs and until next time, ball out. Ball out.